Hello, I'm Dr Kat Arney. This podcast is part of a mini-series of interviews with speakers from the 2022 Annual Conference of the Adelphi Genetics Forum, a learned society that aims to promote research and discussion concerning the scientific understanding of human heredity. Formerly known as the Galton Institute, and before that, the Eugenics Education Society, the society has changed its name to the Adelphi Genetics Forum to firmly reject and distance itself from the discredited and damaging ideas of its namesake, Francis Galton, widely viewed as the founder of eugenics. This year's conference, titled Living with the Eugenic Past, brought together expert speakers to grapple with the problem of how best to tackle the subject of eugenics. What are the demands of justice when it comes to the victims of eugenics? How should universities and other institutions involved in eugenics deal responsibly with that involvement? And can present-day biology education and research be improved to help safeguard the future from the mistakes of the past? In this first episode, I spoke to Chiri King, the president of the Adelphi Genetics Forum and professor of public engagement and genetics in the Department of Genetics and Genome Biology at the University of Leicester, to discover the story of the society and why it was finally time to change its name. So the society was started in the early 1900s. It was the Eugenics Education Society. It wasn't Galton, the scientist who started it, but people who were essentially espousing his ideas around eugenics. It uh, later got renamed as the Galton Institute. So this isn't the first time that it's gone through a name change. And as I say, as I came in as president, I felt that actually now was the time that we really needed to discuss the possibility of making a name change again. Again, it's not to say that Galton wasn't a fantastic scientist, but what he was known for and what what the Institute was known for was as the Eugenics Education Society, and that's very much not what we are, and felt that the name was now actually working against us in terms of what the aims of what we're trying to do is. Let's talk about the journey from the Galton Institute to the Adelphi Genetics Forum. What was it like when you, you came in, the situation there, and, and what's been the, the journey from there? When I took over as president. It was actually of the Galton Institute. And it was whilst I came in and it was talking to people that we started having discussions instigated by me about the idea of a name change. And it was a really interesting process and and a bit of a wrestling match because I don't think anyone will ever say, you know, Galton wasn't an amazing scientist. He's one of the sort of founding fathers of things like population genetics and other branches of science. And so nobody can kind of really say that he wasn't a great scientist. But he is also known for the idea of eugenics. And I mean, the ideas around that are obviously abhorrent and not something that we can be seen to be espousing. And so it, the feeling that I, I very much felt was that if we keep the Galton name, that is at worst suggesting that we support these ideas of eugenics, and at the very best that we're kind of really insensitive to public feeling around this now. And I think as part of that movement for change, for helping people to understand about heredity. And yeah, I think it's, it's that idea of being part of that change to make the world a better place and for people to understand more about genetics. 
that we needed to think about changing the name. We don't stand behind Galton's ideas of eugenics, and therefore we need to make that incredibly clear. So there was a real process. Um, I can tell you lots of Excel tables went into this, and it was a lot of brainstorming about, you know, do we think about someone else's name? And if we do, who, whose name do we use? And then it was also, okay, if we don't use somebody's name, what what embodies what we're trying to do here? And we can't ignore the fact that we came from this background and we shouldn't ignore that because part of what we're doing is to try to educate against that. So we decided to go for the Adelphi genetics form and the reason for Adelphi is that the first offices were in the Adelphi district of London and so we felt actually that fits. But Adelphi is a word that sort of means um, brotherhood and support and community and we felt that actually that's that's what we try to embody. Um, genetics is obviously about the teaching and forum because we want it to be we want to be a place where robust discussion can happen. So that was essentially the journey. It took quite a while to do lots of Excel tables and people voting for particular names and things like that and uh, much discussion and then we came up with the Adelphi Genetics Forum. What is now the purpose and the mission of the Adelphi Genetics Forum? So the mission of the Adelphi Genetics Forum is twofold, really. So one is education about heredity and genetics and what we know about that at the moment. And one of the really beautiful things about genetics, I suppose, at the moment is there's so much we do know, but there's an awful lot that we don't know. And then it's also about a, a forum, really, discussion. We want people to, to be able to understand about genetics and society and to provide this kind of outlet, I suppose, for people to be able to discuss what we know and how that impacts on society. The name change of the society, it does come on the heels of a lot of discussion about you know, decolonizing, about taking the names and, and statues down of people who've in the past done maybe not so great things in the name of science. But then there are some people who argue that, you know, these are names, these are great people, they should stay. How have you navigated that discussion? Mm. I get that. I completely understand that there's a discussion here about, you know, is this cancel culture? And I think one of the things I kind of was doing when we were sort of chatting about this is, is it's not that we want to say that Galton wasn't a great scientist, but what he's probably best known for is eugenics. And that's something that we absolutely do not stand for. And we are not a statue. We're not uh, a building. We're a kind of a living, breathing organization that seeks to help educate people about heredity and, and genetics and, and what we know and what we don't know. And so I felt, yeah, I, I simply felt that quite strongly that this was something that we really needed to do. And I suppose to some extent it's, for lack of a better way of putting it, sort of moving with the times. Obviously, one of the first things you're doing as the Adelphi Genetics Forum is having this meeting today to discuss the legacy of eugenics and, and how we can move beyond it. What are some of your other plans for the future moving forward? One of the things, as I've said about the Adelphi Genetics Forum, is we are about education. And one of the things that I really wanted to do as well is that 
and particularly with things like there is an endowment, we have a little bit of money that we can use every year. And I thought, how can we use this to address issues in society, particularly around the fact that we have the underrepresentation of people from ethnic, racially diverse, uh, disadvantaged backgrounds? We don't have these sort of students represented properly at the graduate level. So what we're doing is a fully funded PhD studentship, and it is aimed at students from underrepresented backgrounds, so disadvantaged, racially diverse, because we want these students at the graduate level. So it's open for anybody at an institution that can grant PhDs to put in an idea for a PhD studentship. And you know, I want it to be something that is open anything to do within the remit of the Adelphi Genetics Forum about, you know, the understanding of hereditary sort of past or present, and that it can be something that might not necessarily be funded by one of the standard funding bodies. So really open sort of any ideas around this with the idea that eventually, the idea is that it goes to a student from a disadvantaged background um, to give them a, you know, that jump start, that leg up and get them into the graduate community. I think that's really important. How do you see the role for the Adelphi Genetics Forum in shaping the conversations as we move forward, as we confront the past of eugenics and also discuss the difficult topics that we still see in the present and potentially going forward into mm. the future? Well, I think the Adelphi Genetics Forum can really add to the conversation. For one thing, we've got conferences, so we've got conferences like the one today, but we run teachers' conferences. We've got online resources. Uh, we have experts who can speak on various topics. And things like the studentships, it's, it's a lot of practical things that we can do to sort of really add to this conversation. The conference today is about reflecting on the eugenic past and how to move beyond that. Do you think eugenics really is in the past? Sadly, eugenics is clearly not in the past. We know that eugenic practices are going on around the world even now. We have one, an amazing speaker who's just given a very emotional talk, Elaine Riddick, who's been talking about her experiences of being sterilized. We know that practices are going on around the world now. Eugenics is definitely not in the past, unfortunately. Thanks to Cheery King. And do listen out for our interview with Elaine Riddick, a formidable survivor and campaigner, coming up later in this series. You can find out more about the Adelphi Genetics Forum, including their grants, awards and publications, at adelphigenetics.org. You can check out the rest of this series on the Genetics Unzipped podcast feed. Just search for Genetics Unzipped on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This series was produced by the team at First Create the Media. That's Kat Arney, Sally LePage and Emma Werner, with help from Ed Prosser and Frankie Pike. Our music is Drops of H2O by Jay Lang, licensed under Creative Commons. Thanks for listening and goodbye.